Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, and welcome to Ask a Windermere Coach. I will also be joined on occasion by Eric Thompson, Doug Simcock, and Nick Hansen. Our goal is to talk about how to create work-life balance in the real estate world, and we also want to address what does it mean to create epic customer service. We hope you find these episodes useful, and we want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. This is Michael Fanning and my good friend, Eric Thompson, and we're with Windermere Coaching. And this is our episode one podcast. And our title today is called Waiting for Normal. But I thought I just would introduce ourselves to you first. Uh, Like I said, my name is Michael Fanning and I am with Windermere Real Estate. And we run a company called Windermere Coaching, where we coach real estate agents on work-life balance. And uh, my good buddy, Eric Thompson. Eric, you want to say a little bit about about yourself? Absolutely. Uh, I'll first say it's so exciting to be here on episode number one. How about that? And Mike, you get credit for having this idea to to do this podcast. And um, I'm thrilled that we're kicking this off. I know we're going to be able to help a lot of people. So yeah, so Mike and I are involved with Windermere Real Estate. And I'm out here in, in Colorado, and I, I oversee our company here in Colorado, and I'm super involved with Windermere Coaching, which is fun because I get to um, impact, get to help out, get to connect with Windermere agents all over our, our network. And uh, yeah, so with coaching, we, we coach people one-on-one, we, we coach people in groups, we have something called The Path, where people can engage uh, with the weekly webinar. And now, thanks to you, Mike, we have this podcast, so... Yeah, it's, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's great. And just for, for listeners, I think it's important to understand, we're going to talk about business and life items as they relate to real estate. But you know what's interesting is real estate is really about relationships and about running a healthy lifestyle so that you can serve other people. I would say you can't pour from an empty cup. So a lot of our topics I think that we're going to cover is that they're going to be helpful to a lot of people if you think about it. And uh, like Eric said, he's in Colorado. I'm here in Seattle. And uh, Windermere, you know, we've got 6,000 real estate agents. So we hear a lot. And uh, I think one of the big things we're hearing right now with the situation that we're in, given the current conditions of our environment, is um, a lot of people saying, um, when's it going to get back to normal? Yeah, exactly. We hear it all the time, right? I I can't wait for things to get back to normal. (laughs) And whether you are visiting with people or you're watching your Facebook feed or or whatever, that's that's just something that that we hear a lot. can't wait for things to get back to normal. So that, that's why we, we picked this theme for today. Um, the first thing I'll say about that real quick, Mike, is it, I, I like taking that on a very literal basis and, and kind of flipping those words back to the person who says it to me. I can't wait for things to get back to normal. Well, you're right. You, you can't wait for things to get back to normal, uh, meaning that there's no use in waiting, meaning don't wait around for things to get back to normal. You, you're right. You cannot wait for things to get back to normal. You must get on with it, right? You must get on with 
with your life, with your business, with, with making a contribution, with making an impact. Uh, don't wait for things to be normal. Well, and I think that's a great point because I think a lot of times uh, that whole, what you say to yourself, the, I can't wait for it to get back to normal is you telling yourself, I can't do things the way I used to do them because it's not normal for me. And so it leads to procrastination. It leads to, uh, you know, just not doing the things that you should be doing and also changes your mind to think that, well, this is difficult for me right now. And I just, when's it going to get back to the way that it was? And I think the other thing too, is literally, uh, you know, nothing is ever the same. You know, what we had before is what we had before. Now here's what we have today. And I think that that's a great point is that you can't wait. And so I, I, today, I mean, our goal today is to give you all some strategies and some maybe to enlighten yourself a little bit to be introspective and say, okay, are the things he, they're talking about today related to me? And am I feeling a little bit about that? Because I have to tell you, I, uh, you know, I always want to say this. I'm not a, a guru or a specialist. I'm a, just like everybody else that's listening and these are the things that I work on. Uh, I, I have a coach that I work on for myself. And when they work for me, I feel like, wow, if they work for me, then, you know, we could share them out and possibly help other people. Absolutely. And I'm with you, Mike. The way I say it is I'm a product of the product. Yeah. I'm a product of the product. So I'm no guru. I, I just happen to study this stuff a lot. And, and I, like you, I enjoy sharing it uh, just to help people out. I, I, I found myself, I'm guessing you're the same way, I found myself really tapping into all the things that I've learned, the mentors that I've had, the books I've read over the last many years. Boy, they've sure come in handy now. Like I really, really, really needed right. that stuff now. And I really like what you said about change and and our um, how we think about normal and how we think about change. And, and really, the only thing that's that's normal really is change. I mean, that, that's really right. the only normal thing that's ever happened, like ever, for <laughs> eons and eons and eons. Um, so I, I think it, it starts with just accepting that this it actually right now is very normal, as weird as that sounds. It's normal to have change and to have, have evolution and, and to have conflict and to have different points of view. And to, um, you know, have people not getting along, um, that's actually, that's actually normal. <laughs> that's that's right. been around for a long time. For, well, and you talk to other people, uh, that are much older than ourselves and they'll say, Hey, you know what, let me tell you about this time when, when we went through this or we went through that. And so, um, you know, and, it, and it's, it's, although it's new, it's also old. It's, it's, you know, it's happened before. And I think maybe if we could lay the groundwork, I think it'd just be good to say, okay, so, so what, what's causing this mindset of, Hey, I'm waiting for it to be normal. Well, we have COVID that's one, that's the big one, right? So we have this pandemic that's, you know, not that we don't have a vaccine for. So, and so we have social and physical distancing and people staying at home and, Business is shutting down. And I also, I don't want to, um, I don't want to lessen the severity of this because I'm not saying, Hey, you know, just, you know, get your mindset right and run some routines and everything's okay. I mean, there's people who have been, you know, whether they've been incredibly ill or fatally ill and died from it, there's been companies that have been shut down because of it. And so I get it right. It's, I, it's difficult. Um, but like you said, this is, you know, there's been other times in our lives when things have been difficult to get through it. And then we have, you know, and then we have, uh, Black Lives Matters protesting going on, right? And so we've got you know that happening right now. Um, we're on we're on the heels of an election, which is you know there's we got some you know 
different sides. Some, some opinions on that. Some opinions on that. Yeah. Uh, and, and we have, and you know, for those of you that are parents, you got kids at home and uh, we got virtual learning happening now, which, you know, let's face it, uh, our, our world wasn't really geared for that. And they're doing everything they can to make it happen. But now you, you're trying to work and you got kids at home. I know you have two kids. I have two kids. And so, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff. So, so if you had to say one thing, Eric, if you had to say, okay, here's something that helped me, what would you say for you and moving forward in, in this world we have now that's given you the ability to have some, you know, mental stability, some certainty, right? And some, okay, I can, I can work through this. Um, I'll tell you that the thing that's helped me more than anything is a phrase that I repeat to myself over and over again. And that is, I'm figuring it out. I love it. Figuring it out. As opposed to, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? What's the world coming to? Uh, what am I going to do about this or that? I have no idea. Where do we go from here? Um, the world's coming to an end. You know, I, I'm, I'm exaggerating slightly. But <clears throat> to have the phrase, I'm figuring it out, it helps me so much because I'm figuring it out tells me that I'm in the process of figuring it out. It's, which is different by the way, than I have figured it out. I haven't figured yeah. it out. I don't know if anyone has, we're figuring it out. And I'm figuring it out also means that I'm in motion. I'm being proactive. It also means that, that I'm owning it, that I'm, I'm taking control of the things that, that I can actually control and I'm figuring it out. And yeah, like you mentioned, we have, we have two kids. Uh, my wife is a teacher. She's being asked to teach from the building. So even though her classroom is empty, she needs to be in the building. So I'm at home a lot now uh, with my kids. And for anyone listening to kids at home, you may be thinking, well, time out. Having kids at home learning is, isn't normal. <clears throat> well, I get that. But what is normal is, is evolution and adaption is normal and, and having to adjust. You know, that's, that's all normal. So yeah, Mike, to answer your question, the, the phrase I'm figuring it out, and I, I've taught that to a lot of other people and it seemed to help them. So I would encourage people like adopt that sentence, put that sentence in your head and take out all the disempowering things like what the world, what's the world coming to? What am I going to do? There's no hope, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. There's no value. You can't, you can't pivot from that. You can't make progress from that. You can't push off from that. So I'm figuring it out has really, really helped me. You know, and, and I, I love that. And there's a couple things that come to mind in that world is one is, um, you know, Robin Sharma, who runs the Titan Academy has a saying, he says, you know, change is scary at the beginning, messy in the middle and beautiful at the end. And I think that one of the biggest challenges people have is that this change is scary. And the reason why it's scary is because the uncertainty, it still exists. And as human beings, we don't like uncertainty, right? It's, 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 we, we prefer bad news over uncertainty. Uh, we would love, you know, like if I'm sitting at the airport and they say, hey, your plane is, uh, we don't know when it's going to land. That's really doesn't feel good. You're like, oh my gosh. But they say, hey, it's going to be an hour late and you're probably going to miss your connecting flight and we're going to help you. <clears throat> I'm not feeling great, but at least I'm certain that I got some bad stuff happening in front of me and I'm okay with it. And so if you think about this, you know, we don't know when this is going to end. We don't know this. And so there's that uncertainty. And I go back to um, the book, uh, by uh, Stephen R. Covey, and he talks about the three circles of life. Do you know the one I'm talking about where he has the middle circle is control, the next bigger circle is influence, and that big outer circle, right, is like that uncertainty of things that you're just not aware of. And um, so going back to what you said, I'm figuring out, it's, it's one of the things we tell people is what can you control today? What are the things that you know that you can control, right, that you can be consistent with, and that becomes your routine. You say, okay, I can control this. 
So, you know, with kids at home uh, or, you know, in the timeframes, you can control your, you can control your schedule. You still have the ability more so than ever now, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really can control your schedule. And I think that that some people, they get in their minds the way, well, I like the way it was before because they got that kind of perfectionist mentality about, well, this is the way I'd always done it and I don't know what to do now. And that's where going back to what I said, Robin Sharma, it's change and it's going to be scary. And that fear, you don't let the fear hold you back, step into it and say, okay, I'm going to figure it out. Right. right. I'm going to figure it out. And I think the more you do that, the more you look at it, um, the easier it becomes. It's not that it's easy at the beginning, but it gets, you start to get into this routine, if you will, and it becomes easier. It's really about your relationship with comfort. And I think uh, what's going on for a lot of people right now is that, is that they feel uncomfortable. You know, all this feels uncomfortable. The, the uncertainty is uncomfortable. COVID for sure is uncomfortable. Protests are uncomfortable. The election is uncomfortable. Yep. For sure. Those things are uncomfortable. And so they're, they're craving comfort. And so they, I think people are like tricking themselves to think that things used to be comfortable. I wish things would go back to normal because that was comfortable, but <laughs> what, but was it really like, was like, if you if people look at their past, was it full of a whole bunch of comfort? Well, probably not. It was, it was full of a whole bunch of discomfort and, yeah. and uncertainty. So there, it's like people are craving something that wasn't it wasn't ideal like they they think it was ideal um but it really wasn't one of what i know robin sharma is one of your amazing mentors he is amazing one of my mentors is a guy named dan sullivan mm -hmm. and dan sullivan talks about how uh, a lot of people are trying to design a future where courage isn't necessary right and and the thing is courage is is for sure necessary it's always has been and thank goodness right like like it's, it's really beneficial to us as human beings to go through times like right now because we get pushed, we get challenged, we're growing, we're learning, we're, we're expanding, um, new capacities, new, new, way of, new ways of thinking, right? Getting more clear about what, what we stand for and, and all exactly. those things. So courage is super important. So let, let's not try to design a future where courage isn't going to be required because that, that's when we stop growing. I, I totally agree with you. And I think it'd be great. I would, I would love we, if we kind of talked about, okay, so what are some strategies? And, and I can talk about a few things that we, that we talk about with our coaching clients that are, are dealing with this. We say, here's some things that you should try to do uh, to get more of a, of a mindset of, I, I can deal with this, to have the courage to push through, to deal with the change, but to also put some structure in place in these uh, uncertain times, if you will. Uh, and one of them for us is just, we talk about um, bookending. So having a really great routine every morning and having a really great end to your day, uh, that really gives you stability and gives you a really good, um, I, I don't like saying positive mindset, but it gives you a mindset to deal with adversity. Uh, and it also gives you some clarity and intention on what you're trying to accomplish. So one of the things we recommend in the mornings is uh, journaling is huge. So uh, we recommend the five minute journal. Um, which is by a company called Intelligent Change, um, and then a productivity planner, which lets you kind of map out what your day is going to look like. And so you, you start with some exercise, you move into um, your journaling, and then you finish with, you know, listen to a podcast or listen to, um, listen to an audio book. And, and that whole thing takes you about an hour, but then you're, you're kind of bulletproof for the day, right? Because you, you've done your gratitude, you've done your journaling, you, you've, you've got your blood flowing, you, you, you got your body moving, and you've learned something, right? And now you're ready. And it's amazing if you will do that consistently, how just 
things become easier in your mind because you feel that sense of control, if you will. And then at the end of the day, night, you know, instead of, you know, consuming news and all the crazy stuff that we can expose ourselves to. In fact, I'm reading a book right now and they call it a strategic ignorance. I love it. It's a, it's a term that I'm going to start using. And strategic ignorance means is that be strategic about the things you want to be ignorant about. So the example I always use is, you know, COVID, I don't want to lessen COVID. It's, it's serious, but they're those people that want to give you the daily death count. Right. And so they get the news and go, Oh my gosh, look what's happening. Look what's happening. And so my strategic ignorance is, you know, how is that number that you're going to put into my brain going to benefit me? You know, I need to know enough to know to cover myself and to not pass it on and be physically distanced and be respectful of other people. But, you know, giving that death count every day and getting that in the news doesn't benefit me. Right. Or all of the, the crazy political memes that we see everywhere. And that's on Facebook. And then you're going to jump on Facebook and spend two hours arguing with somebody to try to change their view on politics. Strategic ignorance, I think, is a, a really good thing to do is to think, hey, you know, how are you looking at your world and saying, what information am I going to control to come into my bubble? Right. That I'm going to allow in that's going to give me some uh, understanding of where I want to go and what I want to do. And so that's a good thing in having your routines is a strategic ignorance in the morning and some strategic ignorance, ignorance in the evening. I love that. I'm gonna, I will adopt that immediately. Strategic ignorance. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I would say that probably the, the one thing, Mike, that's made the biggest difference in my life is my morning routine. Like when I really committed to my morning routine, going all in, really locking that down, Oh my gosh, that's made a massive difference, especially right now. Like I love your term of bulletproof. We got to bulletproof ourselves for the day, and the, and the way to do it is first thing in the morning. And um, exercising, uh, journaling, uh, reading—you know, just making yourself better—is so important. The metaphor I use is I say we're like a sponge in the morning. You know, we're like a dry sponge, mm -hmm. that our brain will absorb anything we give it. So a dry sponge will soak up anything you give it, whether it's um, you know, alcohol or water, it's going to soak it up. So yep. let's give our brain something healthy in the morning and let's stay the heck out of our email and out of our news feed and social media first thing in the morning. Cause it's not, it's not what we want to feed, feed our brain first thing, like, you know, get, so getting control first thing in the morning and you're really telling yourself that you, you are in control, right? And that you, um, that you can be intentional about how you take in the news and how you're going to look at the news. And we, and we don't recommend that, that we put our head in the sand, that we're oblivious to it <laughs> and ignore it. That's never where we go. But we, we, we coach people on how to position themselves to best, to best make a contribution based on what we see happening in the news. And one of the most fun things we do as coaches is help people to customize their morning. Uh, we we custom get their morning routine fully dialed in. It makes a, a huge difference. Yeah, huge difference. And then the other thing I would say is just uh, daily planning. You know, so for example, if you have kids at home and you've got this uh, these timings that are different, to sit down and map it out and say, okay, when are they on, when are they on uh, virtual learning, and when do I have time to do the things that I need to do, and when is that going to happen, and and block that time out in your calendar, and then be really diligent about sticking with it, right? And it's you know it's you can go read a you know hundred books on on the power of time blocking, the power of scheduling, on building a weekly design. But, you know, um, when you do that and you remove that chaos, that uncertainty, it's amazing how much more time you end up having and how much more um, 
just a feeling of I, I've got this, I've got this taken care of. In fact, uh, I was going to mention this, but there's a great uh, TED talk and she's an ER doctor. Her name is uh, Daria Long. And she talks about in the ER how they have triage, right? So they have red, green, and yellow. So red is like, you know, you're going to die. We need to deal with you now. And yellow is, um, you know, you're, you're serious, but you're not going to die. And we'll get to you. And then green is like, why are you here? I mean, you got to sit for a while because we'll eventually get to you. She says, but a lot of times what happens when we're in a state of uncertainty, kind of like we are now, everything in our mind becomes red. And when everything becomes red, then our brain kind of goes into this paralysis worldwide. Just, I don't know what to do. And then that's when you find yourself, you know, with a bag of chips, elbow deep and, you know, yet, you know, binge watching Netflix and you get, get nothing done and you're just kind of stressing out. And so what you have to do is you have to triage your world and triaging your world is by weekly design. So what are the red things this week that have to get done, right? What are the things that I've got to do and they need to be time blocked and set up and then the yellow things are there and I'll get to them if I can. And then the green stuff, I might, that, that might be tabled for later. But so every week, are you identifying what your red items are? Just saying, these are going to get done, and here's when they're going to get done. And I think if, when I see people that we coach to start doing that, it's amazing how they start going, wow, this is, I feel really good. I'm, I feel like I'm getting structure. I feel like it's normal. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's normal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it's not, what I would say is that I don't think it's normal so much that people want. What they want is to feel in control. Yep. Not not feel like uh, the, the tail on the dock, right? They want to feel in charge, in, in control. So if you want to feel in control, get in control. Yeah. And, and, fo and focus on all the things that you can't control. Like go all in on those things that you can control and realize that there's a lot of stuff that you cannot, but just say, you know what? I can't control that, but here's what I can control. And I'm, all my energy is going into that as opposed to waiting around for things to get back to normal. Yep, <laughs> and, exactly. And that's such a, uh, I so encourage people to like get, get that out of their head because it's super disempowering because what you're doing when you say, I'm, I'm going to wait around for things to get back to normal, what you're, you're putting something else and other things in charge. So you're saying that really the external world is in charge of how I'm going to feel. So I'm not going to feel happy until normal gets delivered to me. Like I'm gonna wait around for normal to be delivered to me on a silver platter, all, all gift wrapped, and then I'm gonna feel happy, right? When normal gets delivered to me. Well, that's never gonna happen, right? So we have to, let's take charge of it ourselves, just like you said, um, and the way to do it is, I love it with the green, yellow, red. So take full charge of, of those things, and that, that will feel like you're in charge, and that, that will you know, feel, you'll have some normalcy in your life when you feel like you're in charge. Yeah, I love it. And I, it reminds me of a quote by Dr. Wayne uh, Dyer, who says, you can't always control what's going on outside, but you can always control what's going on inside. And I think that that's a great place to start, right? Is that your outside world is a mirror image of your inside world. And to really be introspective, like from this call, hopefully you got from us to sit down and ask yourselves, are you waiting for normal? Or are you taking steps to make a normal? And how do you do that? Well, get some get some designs going. So think about what do you do in the morning? What do you do in the evening? Um, what does your week look like? How are you planning it out? If you've got kids at home or you've got some, some things that are, that are different, right? It's change, which is scary, but it's going to get better and you can deal with it. And then to say, I'm figuring it out, right? And, and put the efforts into every single day in figuring it out. 
I think that that's, and, and, you know, and we gave some good stuff. I, you know, go look up Robin Sharma's Titan Academy and your, your, your mentor. Uh, uh, Dan Sullivan is, is one of mine. Yeah. Yep. Dan Sullivan. Yeah. Um, I, I love, uh, there's some podcasts out there that I love to listen to. David Bayer's got a great one. Uh, Impact Theory is a great podcast where they talk about this stuff on a regular basis. Um, that really helps me in, in understanding that. And I, and I want to always, I, I believe that readers are learners. I know that both you and I like to consume and uh, I, I listen to more books than I do read them. I do audible, but I will tell you the book that I would recommend uh, for this podcast specifically uh, about some of the stuff we're talking about is the subtle art of not giving an F um, by uh, Mark Manson. And uh, he just is hard hitting and just really straightforward about you guys, you know, the world happens and it's always going to happen. And um, if you think the world is happening to you, you're wrong. The world is happening for you. And the sooner you figure that out and the sooner you start to move through your life in a world where you take control of what's going on, um, the better you'll be. And I, it's, it's a great book to read. It's one that I would recommend. How about you, Eric? Do you have a book? Um, one of my favorites for right now is called The Art of Possibility. Uh, by Benjamin Zander. It's just, a, it, it's really about perspective. And I, I think if there's anything we need right now is, is perspective. And, you know, I just encourage people to, to really own this, like really take charge of your mindset and, and how you are, because it, what we need right now in the world are, are people that are positioned to go make a great contribution. And, and what I've been saying to people is imagine if hundred percent of the people on the planet were hundred percent focused on contribution I think we'd all be just fine, right? We'd all yep. be good. And so it's got to start with us. And so we, we have to own that though. Like we have to really step into that and take charge of our, of our own mindset and, and our perspectives and how we're coming at the world so that we can make a great contribution because the, the world needs you right now. Like the world needs all of us stepping up to just be better. So yeah, I love it. I think Mother Teresa said, if everybody would sweep their front porch, the world would be a much, beautiful, much more beautiful place. I love that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, th that's a great point. And I think that in these times, uh, I, I would like to end with just saying for myself is that in these times, uh, we need a lot of compassion because there's a lot of people that are having some struggles. And I think that before you cast judgment to first say, you know, what are they going through? And then um, I always have a saying, it's be awesome and help somebody. And, you know, your true worth is determined by how much, how many people you help. And so in that idea of thinking about, you know, this is my new normal, uh, your new normal should have some compassion, some empathy and giving. I think those are three really good things that um, we need right now. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Love that. It's good stuff. Hey, this was fun. Yeah, this was fun. Well, I hope you guys uh, liked it. I hope you're going to watch again. We're going to start doing these. And like I said, we're going to have some of our other coaches join us from time to time. Uh, Mr. Doug Simcock and Eric Hansen. And uh, Nick Hansen. I it's funny. Yeah. All good. Eric, <laughs> Nick Hansen. <laughs> um, Eric, thanks so much for being on and doing this. And uh, again, this is episode one of uh, our Windermere, Co Windermere Coaching Ask the Coach. All right, everyone. Hey. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you later. We want to thank you so much for listening to Ask a Windermere Coach. Again, my name is Michael Fanning. If you found any of this interesting, please feel free to share it out. Also, if you find that you're interested in coaching, you might want to take a look at our website, windermerecoaching.com. Hey everybody, have a great day and be awesome and help someone.